What is good, everybody? Welcome to the Strangers by Coincidence podcast, season one, episode two. I am your host, Brock, and by the time you guys are listening to this one, it's going to be December 24th, Christmas Eve or after, but I wanted to quick say, have a Merry Christmas, stay safe, and have a good time with all of your loved ones. Going into this episode, I brought on a good homie of mine by the name of Brandon Winkler. He's a day trader and shared a lot of good knowledge and advice about doing day trading. Um, So I hope you find this one knowledgeable and funny as he shared some pretty cool stories about him being in San Francisco. Um, But stay up to date with all of my socials at Is That Brock. Enjoy this episode, guys, and I'll see you in the next one. I think we're we're all set. (laughs) So how many did you have before this? I had... One at home, made her one. She drank half, maybe. I think he hit me, drank about a half. And then I made another one full. And she goes, Do you want this? So then I drank it and then I dumped hers in, which was retarded strong. I yeah. didn't say that word. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. Okay. We're going, by no, the way. Okay, good. good. <laughs> Can you and, um, extend it like a little bit more towards you? Towards me. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. That's good right there. Right there. I feel like just a little. Is that good? Yep. That's perfect. That way I can have visual too. Hell yeah. All right. All right. Well, we got Brandon. What's, I don't even know your last name. My last name is Winkler. Oh, yeah. Done. Yeah, no shit. No I knew that. That's it's okay. on your Snapchat. Yeah, is it? <laughs> so who are you? What are you about? Where are you uh, from? How well, old are you? I'm from two rural nowhere places. Uh, I was born until I was about 13 years old in Moundsview, Minnesota, which is north of the cities, like 25 minutes. Okay. And then after that, like pretty much right before high school, I... Moved to Coon Rapids, which is basically just another bullshit rural place yeah. <laughs> that, you know. Suburb area. Exactly. You know, yeah, and, of Minneapolis. And it, it's a nice place. There's two different types of Coon Rapids. There's poor and rich, <laughs> and I was in the poor part, but that's okay. <laughs> Look at you now. Um, <laughs> you know? But no, so I kind of advertised already on social media, like what you kind of do. Yeah. You're obviously, would you say you're a, dra- a day trader then? Y- yeah, or? I guess we'd say, we're going we're gonna to say 50-50 right now because I still have a job. So I can't right. say that I'm a full-time trader yet. So part-time for now? Part-time. Okay. Yes. Would you ever like go full? That's, Actually, that's, before we go into that, let's yes. just kind of break down what that even is for okay. the people listening. Okay, so a day trader, basically from... A long-term standpoint of like what it means back in the day is a day trader is somebody who works the stock market hours, which would be 8 till 3.30 here in Minnesota, and trades stocks, which I can't do because I have a job right now. So it makes it right. very, very impossible <laughs> because you need to be in the front of the screens. And yeah, a day trader basically works from market open for 30 to 90 minutes. You don't work past that. It's the all the the most volatility and everything that happens is in that first 30 minutes. So you're in and out. 30 minutes you're done trying to trying to get your peace and get the hell out of there as fast yeah. as you can. So So I guess like what time frame are you kind of like trading throughout the day then? Like, Obviously you have your job like you said. So like when well, do you find time to Okay, so I trade crypto now, so I don't even I, I do trade I hold a couple stocks, but I'm not really into that anymore because it's so hard for me to do. Right. So I spend most of my time in the whole crypto space, which most people would be like, Oh, this is a fucking crypto guy. And you know, I don't blame <laughs> him because I think crypto people and the people of that whole crypto thing are fucking just weird and okay. they, they they believe in like my shit's going to go to the moon and uh, they're going to be a millionaire. And, <laughs> yeah. da, 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 da. and I really don't give a fuck about any crypto. I don't give a fuck about any project. I think they're all dumb and I hate Bitcoin <laughs> and I don't like any of it. I think it's just dumb. But So wait, why do you hate Bitcoin? Well, the, I don't actually hate it, but 
the reason I say that is because, you know, Bitcoin's at a pretty high point right now. And if yeah. you're trying to make massive gains over a short period of time, which is all I give a shit about, you're going to have to trade altcoins, which is like lower projects and shit. Like you hear me talk about like the metaverse and NFTs and DeFi and all that shit, which <laughs> it's a it, lot. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah, not no, to cut no, you off. Like ahead, a lot please. of this is gonna go over my head. I'm not gonna That's, lie to no, you. And I, I'm it's gonna, gonna, <laughs> most people are not gonna know what the fuck yeah, I'm talking about. Honestly, a lot of people that are gonna be listening might actually know some of this stuff. But like, with me though, it some of it's gonna go over my head. But I'm gonna try and follow you as much <laughs> as I can. But keep going. Well, I'll, tr I'll try to explain it as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, let's see, like the metaverse right now. So like, if you just know, if you probably didn't know this, but Facebook actually just changed their entire name and they can totally change their their facebook ticker which is their name on the stock to meta and they changed their entire company over to meta so and, is it now meta yeah right no, now if you look up stock? facebook it's literally meta on okay. any type of stock exchange so huh. and what that is it's like the web 3.0 which if you think about what just happened like obviously the whole um covid just totally fucking destroyed the world not really but Meta, it, is, it made a pretty good dent. It definitely <laughs> fucked, it fucked me up, that's for sure. Yeah. But we're going to go into like, okay, so Meta and Metaverse is going to be like the Web 3.0, which is going to be like a real world place that you can live in, you can customize, you can have your own home, you can have your own car, you can go into it, you can drive around, you can meet people that are also in the Metaverse. And there's definitely different companies and like all different types of things and like different brands, but... What it is, it's like an alternate reality, which is people are calling it the Web 3.0, which is crazy. A lot of people don't even know about it yet, but and I don't really even like it because I think it's going to change a lot of people that really yeah, don't. Yeah, I do too. They're, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. People that don't want to actually like live their life and do their own thing, they're going right. to be able to escape reality they in just their fucking be metaverse that... because you can just go download a Lamborghini if you want. Yeah, you know exactly. what I mean. Like, uh, I'm you know you can build your own custom crazy house. You know what kind of like fucks with me when it when it comes to thinking about that is like there's going to be jobs within the metaverse. There too. is well, and you... there already is. Yeah, there is, and actually there's already like companies that sell property, like realty companies and all that. They're selling land in Metaverse. And That's you, so you can, fucking and insane. There's already like me. companies that are dropping millions of dollars and buying huge parts of the Metaverse just because they know like this is so brand new. Like in the next 10 years, like there's going to be people that just... It's going to develop like... Exactly. Like insanely. It's, it's just... I, I, I can't wrap my head around I, I really around. honestly don't even get it yet either. I just invest in it. <laughs> That's yeah. all. But there's going to be people that literally just live on their couch with their VR strapped around their fucking head while they're just sucking down Big Macs out of a straw <laughs> and just living this millionaire life that they're not living, you know? Yeah. And people are going to fall into that because that they just got trained to do that because of the whole COVID thing because everyone's got stuck at home. So it's like it's like a way to get out of your own place, you know what I'm saying? Like Right. It's like playing video games, you know? You just You just get out of your mind, you know? You let yourself just... And disappear. I feel like the newer generations and whatnot are going to be more susceptible and, and to like fall into exactly. that, and, you rather know, than like our age and yeah. like older, because like we can we kind of already see like how bad it can already be. We've already like kind of projected of what's going to happen with it. Yeah, and I exactly. feel like the younger generations are just going to be like, well, fuck it. I mean, I've already been kind of doing this already, so <laughs> you know what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, you know, they've I'm... already been playing like Oculus and all that. <laughs> exactly. So like. Um, uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> but no uh what what i was gonna say was like how did you get into like uh the stock market like how did you get into that whole ball okay game? all right so we're gonna come full circle here so basically um pre-covid i was uh i worked for a company called exhibit max and what i did my my job title was basically like a traveling project manager slash manager of a company and what i did was i trained and teach people how to build exhibits now i know this is no most people don't know what i'm talking about trade shows are like things you go to to learn so what i do is i build the exhibits and basically what i would do is i would teach people how to build these exhibits and be in charge of these exhibits and then when they would ship out to different states i would fly out to them and then be in charge of like the installation so when i would fly out there i would hire a group of guys or people and i would basically teach them how to build it as basically a manager and what had happened when covid came and i, I thought i was on top of the world I, this was the greatest job that ever happened to me i didn't go to college so like i was so happy to have this like i was traveling flying around i was making great money i was working yeah. overtime seeing I was just the world and fucking whatnot. having whatever the hell i wanted to do i was just yeah. like i was just awesome and i was best friends with the owner of my company and me and him got each other so well and like he he helped me i helped him it was like a perfect thing and i was able to like just work my way up to the top like quickly that's awesome and then covid hit which trade shows are giant groups of people so you can't obviously do that when covid happened it, and actually let me let me circle back we were a small company when we started uh, i worked there for eight years and for the first oh four, wow i didn't yeah, know that no yeah and for the first four years it was just a small business and it was only a two to three million dollar a year revenue company and after four five six seven eight every year we doubled and we became like a you know like it was like a 10 15 a year 15 million dollar a year company by the time i was done with it all of a sudden i came to a screeching halt and i got laid off and i'm like well shit and I was actually excited when I got laid off. I'm like, well, this is cool. I'll just fucking chill at home and get my own employment and, you know, I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll just kick it, you know? Well, then all of a sudden, fucking eight months passes by and I'm fucking like, oh shit, what the hell's gonna happen here? And all of a sudden, damn near like nine months, 10 months, 11. And all of a sudden, I get a call from, you know, my owner who's like pretty much one of my best friends. And he's like, we're, uh, you know, we're calling it. And I'm like, fuck damn what do i do you know i'm, I'm yeah. fucking almost damn near a high school dropout yeah <laughs> and i'm starting over now so it's like Fuck. uh what had happened was after that i started working for a uh a split rock studios was what it called and i i got a job fucking just building um basically exhibits kind of but for museums so i was like a woodworker and i built like oh museum wow. exhibits that's was, pretty cool it was all right you know it was actually a really cool shit and i learned yeah. a lot of shit and everything but it just wasn't what i wanted mm -hmm. but you come, preferred that previous job yeah more. well obviously i was yeah. a manager i just fucking fly <laughs> right. to i go to cali next weekend fucking you know everywhere it was awesome wait so was this recent then because yeah, i know that you just like, went to san francisco no yeah no i okay so when I after I lost all that shit and I started working for Slew Rock, obviously start shit started to come back. So my company ended up selling out to a company called Centerpoint Marketing, which is another trade show company that's just a lot bigger. So I actually ended up going to that company to work for them, which is nowhere near as good. So, <laughs> but while all this was happening, I was like, well, what am I gonna fucking do? So I started rethinking like pretty much my whole life. I'm like. 
what I didn't go to school. I'm not going to go to school. So what is another way to make this all happen? So I started really studying and digging deep in myself and thinking like, what the fuck am I going to do? And then I started getting a mentor and I got a mentor, um, Cameron Faust, who who's fucking awesome, which basically he's a, like a extremely fucking good day trader. And I've always been interested in day trading and I've always thought about it while I had my job. I just never really took the full leap because I had everything that I wanted. You know, I was fucking had plenty of money, plenty of free time, yeah. plenty. I was going here and there. I didn't <laughs> care. So then I really, once I didn't have any of that at all, I was like, well, fuck, now I really got to work hard. So that's basically how I got started in day trading. So, wow. Yeah. That's actually a, a really cool story. Yeah. Though. It's no, no yeah. I, I never really talk about that. I just kind of like hold, I don't know. I just don't. That's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's basically how I got started. And basically when I did get started, I had, you know, a pretty decent nest egg of money and I was like, all right, I'm going to throw, we're going to go with, I threw in 12, I think it was like 12,000 bucks was my first installment into the day trading which i quickly turned into and, about eighteen hundred dollars <laughs> and that wasn't in just one stock that was over no yeah no so what I, I threw that new account and i started i started like just like this actually so this is pre cameron faust so i kind of jumped the gun here this okay. is pre my mentor okay, so this gotcha. is i thought well i'm gonna get into the fucking stock market and i'm just gonna be fine you know i'll be all right i'll work my side jobs and do all this which then i quickly lost all of my money like pretty much everything i lost all of it like right away twelve thousand dollars gone instantly damn it dude. was pretty quick i couldn't believe it because i didn't know how to sell you know i was like i'm in a loss it's gonna bounce you know it's it's gonna be fine and that was that was pretty much how i realized and was, like, wasn't that just like super like discouraging oh then dude for you? it fucked like, me up bad. how did you like it fucked deal me up really bad but then like i said that okay so after that happened that's when I got a mentor. I started gotcha. looking. Okay, this is when I started looking into getting a mentor. Okay. So then, I started working again. Started getting my cash up again, you know. And then I, I still had some money, and I sold some shit here and there, um, cars, bikes. I always had my little selling cars, selling bikes, side business thing. Yeah. But so I threw in another ten k. You know, I'm like, fuck! I finally figured it out. I'm not going <laughs> to do that again. I'll be all right. Um, bam. 500 bucks that's what i made out of that 10k it's all i had oh i lost damn. all of it again oh my god <laughs> so but then that was at this point where i was like fuck dude what do, i mean it's either now i just either call it like i'm done like I'm, I'm just gonna call it done and what am i gonna do i'm gonna call it done go find a new career and a new job and just fucking accept that i fucking lost mm -hmm. no I, that's when i was like i'm not that person i will not fucking lose so that's when i got a mentor and i started with a thousand dollars which then I started making some money after that. I started making trades, turned a thousand to two thousand, thousand into three thousand, you know, two thousand, four thousand, and I'll work my back up ten thousand. And I was like, fuck yeah, this Damn, is great. That's awesome. Yeah. And yeah. Then I started getting it going. And, you know, then I got my job at Centerpoint where I work now. And it's so fucking busy. Like, dude, I've been working 10 hour days and everything, which I'm not at the point where I can financially fucking completely quit everything right now. Yeah. So we're still getting there. But I've only been trading for a year and it's been great. Like I've lost everything in the first six months. Oh, you've only been trading for One a year. year? Oh, wow. One year. That's, that's it. So like maybe what, a little more, but that's about it. I guess what's like the time frame of you going up to the level of where you are um, to be making a good profit from stocks? Like how long did it take you to literally get the last there? five months? Wow. Five months. That's that's it. And oh my God. I, but I studied for several months. Like what I did is I just learned and learned and learned. Like I don't 
there's something weird about me. I know people are going to be like, what the fuck? But I, <laughs> I don't watch TV. I don't watch movies. I don't play video games. Mm-hmm. The whole time I'm home, <laughs> every I have a gaming PC right next <laughs> to you and a Switch. <laughs> hey, you know, I actually bought a gaming computer, but I bought it for trading. That's, you know. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know, man. I just, I, I, for some reason, that's just what I just really want to become something really bad. And I've just had this burning fucking desire. And I guess that just stems back to I was kind of born into like not that type of lifestyle. Like my whole family's not like that. So yeah. I don't know. I've just I've always wanted that taste. I don't know why it makes me different, why my brain thinks this way. But I've always thought But that's that's good though. It that is you have the motivation that's and you have the drive exactly, to you know get to where exactly, you want to go. And exa- that's mm-hmm. you know, that's enough. Exactly. That's really cool though. Yeah. That's a great story, man. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate it. I just that. I've I haven't like known that about you I, I and i'm sure a lot of the people that are listening won't know that about yeah. you like our friends well, and whatnot and i but... don't talk about it because it fucks me up yeah because i was so on top of the world yeah and it took having to lose everything yeah to really fucking realize holy shit you ain't shit yeah it doesn't it takes one job to fucking wipe you out and right. i thought i was fucking killing it which i mean i kind of like not really killing it but for me coming from a coon rapids which is a fucking to that point to, to like damn i just took i have a better job than both of my parents and a lot of my family members now yeah and i fucking just travel the world and have fun and it's fucking sweet you know that's awesome yeah, i guess not uh, the united states <laughs> not the world but. yeah yeah but still though that's <laughs> no, that's yeah, really sweet it was awesome though. i fucking it- loved it you know I I want to keep talking about trading and whatnot, mm-hmm. but we did mention that you were just in San Francisco and some crazy shit happened to you while you were there. Oh, <laughs> I, I, just, <laughs> oh I wanted to talk about that for a good, second. Good, yeah, okay. So if, if that's cool. No, you, that's that's. We, I'm awesome. not going to force you to say. Well, anything. no, I I feel bad. We're going to start off with this. So. Uh, <laughs> I feel really fucking bad about this, but <laughs> we don't have to talk. <laughs> no, about it's fine. I want to tell the story. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I'm in San Francisco. It's a fucking. It's a Friday night, or it's actually like a Friday at about four o'clock. And I got off work super early. I had nothing to do. It's Friday. I'm by myself in San Fran. What the hell else am I gonna do? Obviously, gonna go do some fucking drinking. Go fucking do some touristy shit. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm walking around in a touristy area. You know, kind of by my. I'm obviously by myself and. I'm dressed somewhat decent. I got brand new. I went shopping that day, so I had brand new white bands and a matching white shirt on. So I, you know, I got a nice watch. You're too. looking fresh. I'm looking fresh. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm looking good this day. You know, I'm <laughs> gonna go walk around and fucking have a good day by myself. So I'm down in this tourist area, and I, I walk in. You know, I've had a couple drinks. I've already stopped at a couple places, had a couple drinks. I've had drinks before I even left my hotel room. So I'm, you know, having a good time and. Basically, I go into a 7-Eleven and I buy myself was a Modelo, and I'm I, oh, I, oh, and these new Vans, by the way, I was wearing no low-cut socks, so they were fucking hurting. My ankles were starting to get blistered. <laughs> Dude, they, like, they I bought them that, up. yeah, <laughs> the new brand, ones, yeah. And my Before socks were too low in. for the back, and I'm like, well, fuck, this sucks. And <laughs> all of a sudden, my, I'm bleeding out of my ankles. So I'm Damn. like, I went. It wasn't even bad, but it was enough to fucking hurt. Y- yeah. So I go into Seven Eleven. I'm like, I need a Modelo to fix me up and some band aids. So I bought some band aids and I put some band aids on my fucking the back of my feet. And I'm like, all right, I'm sitting on the curb putting the band aids on. So this guy comes up to me from behind. And he's like those white shoes sorry i was, no, I was just yeah. this. <laughs> those white shoes uh those ain't gonna stay white for very long i'm like all right all right uh and, and this is like some random homeless, homeless dude yeah like a homeless like, i'm gonna put a paint a picture he's like a homeless guy gold tooth 
Okay. 55 years old. <laughs> okay. Looks kind of scraggly, but kind of normal in a way. Kind of scary looking dude, you know? Yeah. And he's, and I'm sitting on a curb, get, okay? And there's cars around me, in front of me. Yeah. And he's behind me, standing, looking down at me. So I can't really see him, besides I know he's behind me, looking down at me. <laughs> and he starts talking about how... I, he's laughing at me too. I, I'm trying to think like exactly what he said, but he's like, he, "Your shoes are not gonna stay white." And uh, <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, you know that's cool." And then he's like, "Yeah, your watch like clearly." And he's like, "Your your watch is old as fuck too." And I, <laughs> but it was like worse than this. And I'm like, "Dude, my watch is like brand new." But Damn, okay. he's just roasting. Yeah, you. he like started roasting me, and he started and he's laughing to himself too. And I'm kind of like, you know, I've already had a couple drinks. I'm like, "What the?" Like a little bit in my head, I'm like, "You motherfucker," you know. Mm -hmm. And you know, he starts kind of re he's like kind of getting a little closer, and all of a sudden he gets to my left side of me and crouches down in my face, and he's like, you know. People like you or something, something, something. He's like, I'm going to take that watch off of you. And I'm going to take your Damn. wallet too. And that was when I turned to him and I looked at him like, what? And then he reaches down to my Modelo, which is unopened, picks it up and stands up and cracks it. And what? Then, yeah, that's when I kind of started to stand up. I was like, all right, you motherfucker. Like, yeah. Wait, so have you said anything to him at this point? I've kind of just kind of been like, just kind of minding my own. I'm like kind of giggled. Yeah. And I think at one just point. Just going along with yeah, it. Yeah, and at one point I was like, what the fuck? Did, what? And then he, he kind of got pissed. He's like, what did you say? Like, because, you know, I kind of talked to him back and he kind of yeah, got he didn't a like little. It. <laughs> he got, he's like, yeah. And he tried to play like hardball. And I'm like, all right, now fuck you. So I stood up and kind of faced him. And that's when he reached for my pocket and he reached for my right pocket but he was on the left of me so he reached and like past my waist and I, that's basically when i just fucking left hooked him <laughs> and, and he went down and it was just one perfect connection and he went down the beer went down and i was like fuck i just Damn, did you lost that. your modello <laughs> yeah no modello went all over and i was kind of pissed and fucking you know that's they, my fucking modello that was the worst part about the whole you thing you knock him out or just like you just yeah knock he him was, to the he ground. was out. no he was out damn <laughs> I, and i felt bad anybody like, around you there was 20 fucking tourists that just watches happen outside of 7-eleven including the people that <laughs> working at 7-eleven and this this actually the story gets a little bit more weird actually so after I knocked him out so I'm kind of I'm obviously I'm illegally drinking outside you can't do that in San mm -hmm. Francisco but I hit him he fell down and I fell bad like I instantly was like holy fuck I just fucking hurt an old guy really bad and I'm not that kind of guy it takes a lot for me to do that but <laughs> so then, <laughs> oh I know <laughs> so so I, I was like you know, I gotta go I gotta go so I, that was all that happened in my head I was like I gotta get the fuck out of here right now so I started kind of doing a light jog zigzagging through the fucking around and around I went around 7-Eleven around down the block and I'm ordering an Uber on my phone I'm like all right nobody nobody's coming for me or nothing Bro, I'd be tripping too dude you know? I was and I was like you know I don't I gotta work tomorrow I'm not gonna go catch a case because I just fucking knocked some homeless guy out and I'm <laughs> yeah. drunk like fuck I'm like I gotta go so I, I get I'm sitting on the curb where my Uber's about to pick me up. He's two minutes away. All of a sudden, some other fucking homeless guy starts walking down the street. I never told anybody this. I may be a few people, but walking by me, I'm sitting on the curb, and I'm on my phone, and I'm just trying to process what happens, and he's eating French fries. He's just eating some fries. I'm like, <laughs> all right. So he gets right up to me. He fucking throws a fry and it bounces off of me. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I'm like that. And I just locked eyes with him. And he's, he just locks eyes with me and turns and just keeps walking, locking eyes with me. And this is, I'm already he, like kind of raging. He threw a French he fry. He threw a French fry, landed right on me. And it and, fucking bounced off me. That's what and I'm like. And you guys didn't like exchange any I words or anything? I, like there was like something that held me back. Like don't, not this guy too. 
not this guy too. Yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, I just like let him keep walking. I know it was just a weird part, but then that's random. It was as weird. Fuck. I guess I was in like the pissed off homeless nation of fucking San Fran. I don't know, yeah. but dude, I've been to San Francisco. It's it's a whole nother it's, world. It's man. it's really bad. The people now. there are just like wild. Yeah. It's it's really really bad now. It's tent city. Every other block is tent city, and then you go one more block, and it's all millionaires, and then it's tent city. Yeah, it's random. Yeah, man. it's, it's a really, lot of. So I'm I don't know if you know this, but I'm from Sacramento. And I actually didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. And I moved to Sioux Falls about eight years ago, and then now I'm here. And we moved, obviously, you know, we moved here like four months ago. But for the people listening, that's kind of my traveling story. But uh, um, being from Sacramento, though, right now there's so many homeless people in San Francisco. They're actually like migrating to Sacramento. And I know exactly what you mean when you when you're saying like tent city. Mm-hmm. There's literally like cities of tents, bro. Like the underpasses and everything. Mm-hmm. Like they're everywhere, man. And it yeah. sucks. It's just like, oh, like what do we have to do to like find a solution for this? It's just like I don't even know. Yeah, it's, it's insane. I it's yeah, it's beyond me. I mean, what do you what do you do? I guess yeah, I know. <laughs> it's it's sad though, but it is, and you know, a lot of those people are good people, and right, you know, they just have a fucking issue, as right? Well. So, and I I feel that's pretty much for me. I look at everyone equal. Like I like that guy. I even was like that guy might have just had a bad day. You know, I was like mm-hmm. fuck. Now I feel really bad. Like and I he, felt, I still feel. And bad. Then he caught Brandon's knuckles, <laughs> dude. Yeah, my knuckle was pretty black after that. It was blue and bloody. It was it was Damn. one perfect. Ah, not perfect. It was just good connection. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Damn, I, that's what. So the yeah. the guy threw a fry at you. Well, you, that, then uh, I was I just let him walk by. I was like, I'm just gonna look down. I'm just you 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 won, okay? And then I just got my Uber and I Ubered like four miles away to Polk Street is what it's called, and it's mm-hmm. like a street of bars. And I was like, fuck it, I'm I'm just gonna have fun. It didn't even bug me. I was like, I'm good now. That guy's not good now, but yeah. I am. <laughs> But, that's that's good though that it didn't like yeah no I, <laughs> i'm glad that i you or like ruin yeah, your day no, or I, anything. I don't get discouraged easily so yeah that's yeah. good i think <laughs> i think a lot of people kind of need to exactly and yeah. I, even myself i mean i'm not perfect by any means yeah. but yeah i like say something like bad happens at work i mean i, I work at um i don't really <laughs> i don't know if i should say it on the line on the podcast but <laughs> i just do title work for residential stuff and whatnot um but I mean, we have a bunch of like old people just like get mad about their proceeds of the sale of their home and whatnot. Oh, so I could just get yelled at a bunch oh, of I times, bet. but oh. I try not to let it get me down throughout That's, the day. It's hard to deal with and yeah. to not let that, you know, burden your mood is actually kind of a skill. Actually. Yeah, it so, is. Honestly, mm-hmm. it's very true. Mm-hmm. Um, but something else that I wanted to get into was I, we kind of briefly talked about it before we started the, this episode, but is the NFT market like I kind of want to get your take on that <laughs> if you're in it, if you're not, what it, what's the what's the deal with that with you? OK, so NFTs, I, I just I don't I'm not an NFT guy, not because I don't believe in it, it's just because my knowledge is just elsewhere. I'm a chart mm-hmm. trader, so I trade breakouts and chart patterns. So NFTs, oh, I know that you can put a thousand in and take out one million. It's really there. But what I do know from the pros is like you have to have an in and you have to have kind of an invite. So if you're going to get into the, let's just say, this very high quality NFT, like you, there's, they're gonna drop, club or something. Yeah, they're going to drop. They're going to drop a thousand of them, and you have like less than four seconds to buy them. And only the people that like have a name in the fucking game can actually get into them. That doesn't mean that other 
NFTs that are actually not known yet can go high, but I just don't know how to do that. I just, I study so much of charts and everything. I just don't yeah. know enough about it. So my knowledge is just not there, which it's something that I'm actually looking to get into. I've looked at a little bit. If you don't know who Alex Becker is, if you, you should, anybody, if you're listening to this, go on YouTube. <laughs> you should. <laughs> Alex Becker, he's made me a lot of fucking money and he's awesome and he's smart. <laughs> but yeah, I, he knows his shit about NFTs. I haven't got dug into it yet, but yeah. So. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think like the NFT market maybe like the future or like cryptocurrency in general is the future? Like what's, what do you think about that? You know, that? I don't know. I, I still think that tomorrow, like Bitcoin and all the whole crypto could absolutely go to zero. It could take one fucked up law yeah. to just completely fuck the whole thing. And you know, that's how I live. And I, and even if, if it goes up or down, either way I'm prepared. But as of right now, I think everything's good, you know, and like everything is looking pretty high for Bitcoin. Like Bitcoin yeah. actually just reversed today for 28 days. I've had losing trades for 28 days. My last seven trades have been losing. Um, and the la- I, I've been out of the market for like a week. But uh, today I actually started trading because everything follows Bitcoin. Not to go on a tangent, but everything follows no, go ahead, Bitcoin. Man. So if, if Bitcoin goes up, everything goes up really high. So if Bitcoin goes up 5%, everything else goes up 20 to 30 to 40 to 50. But yeah. It's it's fucking ridiculous actually learning how to trade altcoins because sometimes I'll hit a hundred and fifty percent gainer in like twenty <laughs> twenty minutes. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. And so how does how does an NFT for like the people who don't know? I, I know a little bit about NFTs, but not a whole lot. Mm-hmm. But like, do you know how how do they hold value? Can you assign I, to, a cryptocurrency? To, to be it honest, or? I really don't know. There's no. there's something called minting, and I think that that's a term for buying. But I can't even speak. I'm talking out of my ass. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't. I, okay, it's just above my pay grade, I guess. <laughs> and so I guess to kind of like go into like back just to like trading stocks and whatnot. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you define like su- success as a day trader? Oh man, shit. Uh, well, I guess <laughs> the number one thing that you're gonna have to learn that I did not learn. I was always looking for the fucking home run. You know, I was always holding on to even plays that I like. You like there could be one million people telling you that this is the fucking winner, and you're gonna get into it and you're gonna fucking believe everything that everyone says to you, including your 50 people that you listen to the most. Yeah, that thing's just gonna go Reddit straight down. Yeah, you're gonna, it's gonna go straight down, and you're just gonna hold it because you really believe it. Yeah. But once you start, that's that's called emotional trading. Once you stop trading with emotions and you stop believing that like that's what you think it's gonna happen, you're fucking wrong. It's you're wrong. You have to trade with zero emotion. Like you have to look at it as a chart. Like only let yourself lose. I let myself maybe lose 10%. If if my, my rule of thumb is 5%. If I'm entering a trade, I'm already, by the time I've entered it, my stop loss has already been sent 5% below that. Even if it's the greatest fucking thing that's ever happened in the world. If it still goes down 5%, I'm out of the trade. I don't even care about it. I'll never think about it again. I'm on to the next one. But you have to look at charts like chart. We could go on chart. I could go on to charts all day. <laughs> Once you learn how to trade charts, it's, it's easy. Mm-hmm. It's very fucking difficult. Is there any tool that you use? Oh, to, I'm not trying to like have you give away your secrets. No, or I'll tell everyone. I see. That's why I run um, my, my 
my trading group, which is pretty new, but I call it, I used to call it fuck crypto, but now I changed <laughs> the name to, uh, <laughs> now that you're in crypto. <laughs> well, I, no, I actually still was in it the whole time, but oh, I just, okay. <laughs> I just personally think crypto is cringy and the people that are in it are just dumb. Like if, if you look at the broad spectrum of people in crypto, they all are just moon boys and I call them moon boys cause they're just like, <laughs> this is my moon. favorite project and this is going to go to the moon. It, if you put in a hundred dollars, it's going to be worth $200 million. Like it's like the same thing. Like the people that looked at fucking Dogecoin and all that shit, which, you know, if you invested $1,000 two years ago, you would have 1.8 million. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you don't, you, you don't know anyone that did that. You don't even have a clue how to do that. Okay. You yeah. just, that's just getting lucky. I'm all about like, if you look at a chart and it's ready to go, that's how you trade it. You're just more rational. Exactly. When it comes rational to decisions it. and don't let yourself lose. You will never win until you don't let yourself lose. The basic key thing to becoming a successful trader is to learn how to not let yourself lose. And once I learned that, like my, it just absolutely, it just went from it blew there. off. Like yeah. it just was like, holy shit. Now I can actually focus on the real deal because I'm actually starting to understand, you know, how to fucking trade. And there's so many indicators and like reading a chart is never like a hundred percent true factor. There's so many things that go into it, but you can use indicators like RSI, MACD, volume, the VPR, you know, there's so many different indicators that you can learn and read, but basically you have to just let yourself not lose. And if it wins, it will. And you have to learn how to scale out of trades. You're never going to buy low and sell high. You're going to, I was going to say, I feel like that's what a lot of people are just kind of doing, mm -hmm. but I mean that when Which, I was, it can work. Yeah. It, I, I only traded like a little bit and mm -hmm. it wasn't long at all. Yeah. Um, but that's just kind of like what I was trying to do. But yeah, I feel like a lot of people do try to do that. Yeah. Though. And that, that, you know, trying to catch like a falling knife is what they call it. It's like, if you're trying to buy something at the bottom and if you think it's the bottom and you don't know how to trade, it's definitely not the bottom. And I've definitely blown up my account a couple of times trying <laughs> to trade the bottom Yeah, because it'll just keep going down. And there's so many ways to look at like double bottoms and lower lows, higher highs, lower lows, higher highs kind of thing. There's so many different ways to read charts. And if you actually are interested in it, the only way to actually do it is for one, don't think you know what you're doing. You definitely don't know. I actually still consider myself That's an, great advice, an absolute actually. novice trader. I still don't know what I'm doing. I still consider that every day and I'll take to stay modest. I think exactly. is, a, is a very and good key for anything. Except Every single person, and this even goes to your life, accept everyone's knowledge. And if somebody tells you something and you don't soak up that knowledge, you're, you've already lost. Like there's people that I even know, like people that I'm That's close so with true, man. and that I'm, that I'm close friends with, but they won't accept listening or learning because they're already stuck in their head that I already know, you know? And once you think that you already know, you've lost. You know, I'll, I'll admit the fact that I fucking don't know what the hell I'm doing all the time. And if, <laughs> even if you don't know what the hell you're doing and you have one good thing that I can learn from you, I will take that and I'll fucking store it for another day. That's, and, no, that's great advice. I mean, even if it doesn't like apply to you and like what you're doing and whatnot, you still are learning, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, like me as a photographer, you as a day trader, yeah. I, I don't do day trade, but I mm -hmm. learned a whole lot in this conversation. You know what I mean? And like yeah. me being a photographer, if I ever like talk to you about photography, I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. You're like learning about that. You know what I mean? Even if you don't do it. Mm -hmm. No, that's great advice though, man. Um, 
But no, this has been great though. Uh, is there anything that you kind of like want to just shout out? I know you talked about some mentors. Is there any like socials you want to give out or anything? I don't know. If, if you guys want to be in my trading group, just send me a snap. Um, you can get in there. It's pretty sweet. It's actually very knowledgeable. Um, and well, how can they find that? Well, my my snap is Brandon underscore 93. Or Brandon underscore Winkler 93, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, it's it's good knowledge. And I, I actually had somebody recently tell me that I was flexing on there, and it was just like you, you, <laughs> you're at that brain length right now where you can't even see the fact that <laughs> there's so much more to learn in your life. Yeah, you just think, oh, he's flexing. It's right. like, Dude. and it goes back to what we were just saying it's, too. Exactly. Like yeah. it, you know. And I, I really do believe in like getting a mentor, and and or you know, I'm in I'm in two trading groups right now, and they both almost contradict themselves in a way. They both use different styles and indicators, but I'm kind of learning from both of them at the same time and thinking, if I think this way and that way, then I can think that way. You know what I mean? Right. So there's different ways to really add huh. all your knowledge together. So yeah, I guess cool. the biggest thing I could say is get a mentor, get in a group and actually try. Um, yeah, I guess that's about it. Sweet. Just fucking work at it. <laughs> get to yeah. work. You don't have time to waste. You're fucked, I feel you, it. Know, you know, you're <laughs> getting yeah. older by the day. It's, it's time. <laughs> Hell yeah, so, man. Well, yeah. I appreciate you having you on. Yeah. Um, definitely got to have you on again. I feel like yes, we I didn't even really to. like cover like honestly half of what I had written down, which is awesome. <laughs> that is great. But no, definitely got to have you on again, man. I appreciate yeah. you coming through. No, sweet. Thank you.